Blog Talk Radio. To all my people in the struggle, you think God's forgotten about you. Here's some pain medicine. Let's go! from Dallas, Texas this time. Um, the Lord has me um, in Dallas right now on assignment, and um, I'll be going to Houston in a couple of days and then um, back to the Los Angeles area. Well, today is another day that the Lord has made. We'll be glad and rejoice in it. This is wonderful. We have a great show for you today. Thank you, everyone who's listening and has listened in the archives. Um, today we have a missionary, and she's a single mom, and um, we met a long time ago. We're going to talk about that and how God has used her as a single mom. Um, and we're going to have her on just momentarily, but first I'd like to pray and make sure we have everything set in the atmosphere. So, Father God, I just you for this time. I thank you, Father, that you have ordained this time for such a time as this. Father, we thank you for the opportunity to come before, to enter the net, to go to those places for those to hear your your purpose and plan for their life and also for our lives. Father, we just give this time to you. This is your house, in my Father's house, and we give this time to you. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you have called us for such a time as this. And Holy Spirit, we ask that you just permeate this conversation and place it the way you want it to place because we give all our giftings, our talents, just ourselves to you. And, Father, I thank you that you blessed Dawn and blessed the words of her mouth, blessed the words of my mouth. Father, I thank you that she is called for such a time as this. And, Father, we are not forgotten. Single moms are not forgotten. The, you, have, you love the widows and the orphans, and you love those who are single and, want, and are serving you. So, Father, we thank you for this time, and we just give you all the praise. In Jesus' name, Amen, amen, amen. And I just want to um, say that our guest today, her name is Dawn, and she has a heart to minister to those who are oppressed, especially women and children. Her heart is to see men's eyes open to see the truth and not the lies they have bought into. Now, how can this be done? 
only through a culture of love. No matter what the circumstances are or what one faces even on the other side of the world, love changes hearts. What I have encountered with cultures is a heart of love and honor for America, for Americans. Much more than we realize, my her life is dedicated to bringing the breath of love, Jesus Christ, into the lives of others so life can be breathed back into them. So right now I'd like to welcome our guest for this show this evening, Don. Welcome, Don. Thank you, Ariel. Thanks for having me on. Oh, this is my pleasure. I, I just, I am so excited. I love how God connects people. And um, the way we were connected, it was interesting. I was in Pennsylvania attending a conference, and the Lord had just downloaded that he wanted me to put together a single-parent conference called You Are Not Forgotten. And in that, um, and as a sign that this was definitely ordained by him, I had met Don. And I, um, did, did we meet in a cafeteria? I forgot how we met. Do you remember? Yeah, um, we, were, we were at the conference, like you said, and um, we ended up being in John Paul Jackson's dream class together. Oh, and wow. then uh, right after that class was lunch in the cafe, and then we ended up just, God connected us together. It was definitely um, divine setup, and we ended up talking, and and you're telling me about the whole um, conference or the single parent conference that you're doing. I was just saying I recently became a single parent and just going through stuff. So it was definitely the right time and right connection. Praise God. Praise God. And it encouraged me because, you know, listeners, sometimes when God gives you something to do and you've never done it before, you're like, okay, I know I heard from God, and then you second-guess yourself. And then when you share it, and I remember you were the first person said, oh, I would like to go. And I went, really? <laughs> like, this could really happen. And to be honest, it was it was life-changing. Matter of fact, I didn't know, and a lot of the attendees didn't know, but God spoke powerfully um, through the conference and had really said that a lot of people there who were attending were going to be going into ministry. So, you know, um, th th I know that I can, I've talked to many of the attendees who have been there. And then another thing is God had it all that even though they were going to come and pay, God said, I've got it. And he allowed all of them to come freely. So, did, did, was that one of the beginning um, of you um, birthing the ministry? Because that's what kind of, like God said, was that a confirmation for you of some of your calling? Oh, yeah. I was just, um, before we went on, I was thinking, you know, the Lord was telling me is a lot of things got birthed at that uh, conference in Maryland. Um, yeah, it was, it was definitely a, a confirmation of to go into ministry and to start my own ministry and just to bring out um, women and children, just to get them out of the oppressed uh, culture and everything that's, like, weighed down on them, like um, the whole abuse and, and this whole sex trafficking thing. Uh, yeah, God's just doing amazing things. And not only that, as... Um, 
my heart's always been over been always to uh, go to other countries and since then I've been to two foreign countries and uh, they're both countries of great risk and I uh, was able to go in and just minister God's love and it's just been amazing. Oh wow, wow. Matter of fact, um, you know what came to mind is, you know, I also love how God will speak to people to help. And, you know, as single moms, a lot of times we don't have any resources to help us, but God hasn't forgotten us. And there were many people that had stepped up and said, I'll sponsor someone for that conference. And matter of fact, one of our own, um, we were a group of people that pray together, Don, myself, there is another lady named Susan, and Susan sponsored you, and she didn't even know you, so it's just amazing, you know, and it's just a blessing that we have people like that, and, and Susan is just a blessing, and she she is is listening, and she so, you know, it takes pride. It's almost like, you know, this is your baby. You kind of helped birth this. So did, did, how do you feel when you know someone has helped you um, be at the birthing of your ministry? Well, I want to say thank you to Susan because we don't realize how much of an impact we have just by reaching out and, and being obedient and just doing one thing. One thing creates so many things, like, just because she sponsored me there, I've birthed so much uh, in the Lord. The fact to go to different two foreign countries and just minister his love and just bring the gospel to them, it's it's been awesome. Um, I'm also a writer, and I've been writing things, and just God's just doing awesome things, and I can't wait to see what else he's going to do. And she's a huge, huge part of it, whether she knows it or not. Thank you. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, Susan has been a blessing. Well, you know, there's so many questions I want to ask you. And, you know, when you had spoken before, you touched about a couple of things, and I want you to elaborate a little bit more. Maybe you can tell us where the birthing of of why have a heart for those who are oppressed and also those who are in the sex trafficking. Where does that come from? Um, well, uh, some of my background is I was actually, um, I've experienced abuse myself, so my heart and my passion is definitely see women that have been abused to to be set free and just to be totally healed. Um, you know, it's like God can change your life. He's changed my life, totally healed. You can walk through the most horrible things, and he just brings the, such beauty to it. Uh, and that's why sex trafficking is like a big deal to me because it, it's just major abuse and and it's just eyes don't see what's truly going on. They they look they're so longing for love, but they're looking what they're what they see is lust. It's it's the opposite of love and what they truly want is love and it's just so distorted. The enemy has just so distorted that and so my heart is really really to help um especially women and children to just bring them out of that to rescue them to know that they have a safe place to go to and then they and there is a god that loves them uh greatly amen amen so can um i know now listeners i um th- that you know some of the places she she goes she can't really explain but you know because god is using her strategically um but 
if there's any kind of thing that you can tell us where, you know, you've you've met someone and um, showed them the love of Christ and what happened, you know, the um, any kind of example so that um, listeners who are maybe in a relationship or they're finding that they're doing some things trying to look for love and thinking it's okay because a lot of times their culture will say it's okay to do what they're doing or like our culture say it's okay, you know, let the man have his way and, you know, and they don't know. No one's there to help and guide them. Do you have any incidents you can talk about or examples? Yeah, I just, one that popped in my head was um, I went the one foreign country I was in, it's definitely uh, mainly Muslim. So it's uh, definitely has uh, that oppressed government culture on it, but the people are just absolutely amazing, and, and women definitely are very, very much oppressed with their dress and just how they look and just down to everything. And um, I encountered this young woman, a university woman and a student. She's actually in her internship, so the city that I met her in is definitely set up. Um, If I went, you know, across the entire world for her, it was well worth it. And what uh, God had me do is... um, it's just really listen to her heart. I didn't really talk. I didn't really say a whole lot. I, I just listened. But one of the things that she shared with me, I can't give you her name, her actual name, but uh, what she told me what her name meant in English, and I just want to put that out uh, out here, is uh, her name means heaven. So she told me her name means heaven, and it was like, and here I am carrying the kingdom of heaven inside of me to bring it to her and she had no idea and so it was like the Lord told me heaven met heaven and and I know for a fact that um, I will see her again she will definitely be in heaven heaven doesn't meet heaven and doesn't change uh, her life and so I was able to share some things with her which I can't really go into detail um, but I was able to share some things with her, and I know that God's going to use that to impact and change her life. Amen, amen. Do you find when you're sent out, and did you, you know, it says um, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the world. So when you're going to the uttermost parts of the world, I'm quite sure you've had um, some kind of encounters close to home or even in family it's like God kind of like expands your territory. Did you find that in, in the beginning? I mean, because you have a very young child at home, and God's still yes. al- allowing you to go out and minister, you know. Um, yeah, I think I think when you have the heart for it and you allow God to to use you and minister through you, you can do anything. Yeah, I do have a young child. Um, he's actually eight. But when I first went overseas, he was three. And um, so it's it's just been amazing. And he's right on board. Uh, He gets really excited when I go to other countries. And he knows I'm going to bring the love of Jesus. And Mm -hmm. he, he knew this last country I went to was very risky. And so he asked me some questions. And he's like, 
but why do you have to go? And, and I said, if I don't go, how are they going to know? How are they going to know Jesus' love like we do? I said, not many people will go, but mommy's meant to go, and so I have to go. And he's like, okay, Jesus, let's do this. We need to go. <laughs> he would go with me if he could, but he didn't understand. It wasn't his time to go. Amen, amen. So he did. He is giving. You know, God gives us our children, and it's amazing. I'm quite sure he has spoken to you. He's probably a little prophet. Um, has spoken to you prophetically. <laughs> has he done that? I just sense that. Oh, yeah. He seems to do that all the time, and it's funny because. It always happens in the car. Like, I'll be driving, and all of a sudden, it's like, out of the blue, this question, and it's like, where did that come from? And then I look up, and I'm like, I know where that came from. <laughs> <laughs> has, he, has, he, has he been used by the Lord to kind of warn you and guide you in places? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he, he definitely has even spoken some future things that are coming, and so I just pray into it, and... And we'll see what happens. But, yeah, he's, he uses children very mightily. And that's one of the reasons why I think uh, children get so attacked in so many ways is because they have huge callings on their life. Mm-hmm. And the enemy just wants to stop that. You know, elaborate on that because that is so that is so true, and especially when, you know, God is using you, he's also using your son. He uses those that are attached to us, but like you said, he'll he'll try and come against um, them. Um, how do you handle that? Well, I really uh, pray into it. It's like you just have to have that relationship with the Lord because you really, really have to pray. I don't, for me, like the attacks can come, I can bear it, and I've said that verbally, and I've learned that the enemy knows that I can bear it and I can take it. And so how he gets me sometimes is through my son. Mm-hmm. And so um, then I learned that I just have to step it up a little bit more and just, you know, continue to pray and have that covering over him. Mm-hmm. And it really does show he he knows it. He knows even when he's not in my presence that he knows he's covered in prayer. Amen. Amen. Now, we won't say what large ministry you you work with, but, um, you know, that is a blessing, too, that you work for a large ministry. And did they see that calling for you to go out also? Um, Not yet. (laughs) I'm kind of of in a servant's role. It's funny that you say that because my heart is to, uh, you know, speak to – one of the directors and, and just see like on a vision approach to see where we could go with that. But my heart is also to serve as well and um, just to reach out to people and, and encourage them and, and just love on them. It's just fun. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Now, you were saying as far as... Um the you know um the, the you know when God is all about the orphans and the widows, and um he gave me a revelation about orphans, you know we think orphans are people that don't have mothers and fathers, but orphans can be people that haven't been parented correctly, and they yeah. feel like they don't have a mother and a father. 
um, or one or the other. And so there's that orphan spirit, which we know that um, I, I can't remember it. Leaf has, um, has spoken about. Um, when you are around single moms, um, how do you encourage them, or especially those that can relate to some of the things you've been through? Um, and I know when you you know share intimately with them, how do you help them with their children, and and you know as an example of a, of being a single mom? The biggest thing I I tell them is, um, and I just encourage them and I love them and I just tell them that they can do this. It's like. Just because of their circumstances, that doesn't mean that has to hold them back. And just because they have a child doesn't mean that their child isn't going to be a part of it. And God will work it out. He always does. It's like, it's just amazing. If you're obedient and you say, hey, I want to do this, he'll do it. He'll, he'll help you find a way to do it. And And your children are always covered. Like, he just works it out that they're taken care of uh, one way or another so you can do what he wants you to do. You know, when, um, you know, the the whole key of not forgotten, because a lot of times single moms think that they're forgotten, they're abandoned, they're all alone. And I remember the Lord shared with me that it was Hagar. You know, she was, um, you know, she was carrying Ishmael, or she had Ishmael. And he wasn't the promised seed, but he was still a seed of Abraham. And in Genesis, it talks about how Hagar had, you know, left because Sarah had sent her out. And she had put her son off to the side, and she literally couldn't take care of him. And then, um, well, let me just read this really. Um, I love this. It says, Genesis twenty one seventeen. And God heard the voice of the lad, and the angel of God called to Hagar out of heaven and said unto her, What aileth thee, Hagar? Fear not, for God hath heard the voice of the lad where he is. God hears our children's cry. He yeah. hears our children's cry. He's the father of the fatherless, and you're not forgotten. And what I'd just like to do right now, and if anything, um, after this, if anybody would like to call in and speak to Don, the number is 818-688-5678, because you're not forgotten. If you're a single mom, a single dad, and you're raising your children, children, you're not alone. God is the Father. So this is a song um, that I... Definitely was a theme song for the Single Parent Conference, and I think it's a theme for right now. You are not forgotten. I am not forgotten. I am not forgotten. I am not forgotten. God knows my name. I am not forgotten. Forgotten, I am not forgotten, and I will praise you. I will praise you. Yes, I will worship. I am fearfully and. 
Zephaniah 3.17 says, The Lord is in your midst. He's mighty to save, mighty to deliver. He will quiet you with his love. And he will rejoice over you with singing. God has a voice and he sings. Could you lift a hand or two? Say, Lord, sing over me tonight. Speak to my heart. Holy Spirit, quiet us. Oh, God. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. He hears us when we call and he calls back. Yes. He hears us when he hears us when we He hears us when we call. God always hears us. We may not think he hears us, but he hears our cries and he hears our children's cries. Sex trafficking. I was just recently in I think it was Virginia Beach when I um for the 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 film that the Lord had me do, the short film, it was being um in the film festival there and I met the filmmaker she has a, a movie coming out called The Pink Room, and I actually bought one of her T-shirts. And on there, it has like a cutout of a, a girl, and then it had a barcode over her. And it's a movie that we saw that dealt with the sex trafficking. And it's heartbreaking because The Pink Room was for the youngest girls, yeah. the very young girls. Can you just share a little bit of what you saw of the sex trafficking and how it made you feel and what how God used you and how you know what can we do as Christians um, as people who are listening in um, just I want you to really share about that because a lot of people don't think it's really going on but it's very very prevalent and even more so now yeah, um, what's interesting, when I started the journey and stuff, um, I found out Pennsylvania here uh, in the area that I live in is a major, major hub, um, which which really shocked me that I live here and it's a major hub, and I had no idea, and I know many people don't know um, that that's the case. Um like I said, my heart is just for those that are, are just taken advantage of, not treated like a person, but property and that they can be used in any way, whether it's women or children. Um, you said that, and my heart really is um, is, is to expose it more, and, and I'm in the process um, of beginning to write uh, a novel um, even though it's fictional based, but it will have a lot of uh, accurate information in it and, and testimonies, but I won't use, um, you know, real things. That's why I'm kind of putting it in a fictional format. But it's called, it's going to be called Remember Me. And just mm. like you said, uh, not forgotten. It's like nobody is forgotten, and not even just the women and children. There's many people that are listening that they feel like they're forgotten. Um, and, and you know what? God always 
remembers them. And so that's why he gave me the title, Remember Me, because mm-hmm. he always remembers exactly who they are. Amen, 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 amen. Now, that is shocking about Pennsylvania. I was in Arizona, and I was talking to a lady who was saying how it's so prevalent in Arizona, California. This is The filmmaker was from California, and she was talking about it. Who else did I meet? Um, I know Patricia King out in Arizona does a lot with with um, going overseas into Thailand and Cambodia. And I met yeah. another filmmaker, and I think there's going to be major films coming out concerning this topic. And it's been on the yeah. heart of a lot of um, Christian filmmakers. And um, it, it is something that I, um, that is really, really dear to a lot of people. And that's just shocking about Pennsylvania. Is it the um, – is it – I'm trying to think of how to phrase this question. Um is it mainly women? Is it children? Is it, you know? Um... Sadly, it's um, it's both. Uh, you'd be shocked <laughs> some of the stuff I I heard. Um, Do they snatch them? Do they, you know? Yeah, they they, they kind of with women they kind of coerce them into thinking like. Um, this is a good deal. Some of them come from foreign countries, which is interesting. They come into from foreign countries here to the U.S. that they're going to live a better life, but not realizing what they're getting into because it's packaged so well that they think they're they have a great opportunity, but not realizing when they get in here, it's basically slavery. They're they're enslaved. They're controlled. Um, they're very contained. And um, and they they just manipulate them, they control them, mm-hmm. and it's really really sad. Um, I card like when I found out, it, it, and some of the things I'm going to actually touch on it when I write, which is going to be hard, is that children, it, it there's no age limit. I, I heard even a story that uh, somebody was even a man was even willing to pay and buy for a six-month-old baby. It just broke my heart. No, not babies, not children, none of them are excluded from uh, this this industry that just needs to be toppled down. And the only way to do that is Christians have to pray and start getting more informed and, and, and do something about it. Everybody has a voice to do something about it. Well, let's take the voice we have right now. Speak to anyone out here because I we never know. God knows how he can put people to listen to this broadcast in the archives. Thousands, you know, have come to the show. Yeah. So speak to those who may know of someone. Speak to those who may be in it. And then we'll we'll both pray at the end. But I think we 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 need to pray about this, and we need to. I, I think you have the, you know, God is giving you that anointing to pierce through this darkness and really shed light on it. Because you know, I I love the the saying, you know, evil prevail prevails when good people do nothing. And especially, you know, darkness is dispelled when we bring the light, and we are the light bearers, and we're the keeper of the light. So speak to the audience right now, Don. Okay. 
if anyone that's listening, whether it's live right now or later on in the archives, um, if you're going through this, you're not alone. You're not forgotten. And you are remembered. You're, you're at least remembered by me. But there's many, many, many of us that dearly love you, and you're not alone. I, I just ask that you seek help in some way. Reach out to somebody. I know you might not trust anybody, but there are trusting people that you can trust. Just reach out if you can get to someone or, or any way, or even to be able to break free free and just like get out of the control or escape from something and go to somebody because somebody will help someone will help you get out of this and there is a way you're not trapped into this um they may think manipulate you and control you and think you don't have a life even i even even feel like if you're from a foreign country and we and and you thought you you're coming here to a place of freedom, which it was. Our country is based on freedom, but they tricked you and 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 just uh, and trapped you into this. You can get out of this too. You're safe. You're safe here. There are people that love you. There are people that will help you. I just ask um, that you just reach out and and know that you're not alone. You're not. And we will help you. We will help you, and this will stop. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. We're going to pray this. If you call, or call in, we're going to pray after this song, but let it minister to you because, the, you know, Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the light, and no man can come to the Father except through me. So he is the door, and we as keepers of the door, the door, which is Christ, we want to be able to help you break free. And it's through God uses us vessels. We're just a conduit of God's power to minister to you. So if you call in at 818-688-5678, we'll take your call. And again, um, God loves you. And we're going to pray for you, those of you who are in those situations or know of some people in that situation. But I want you to hear this and listen to the words of the Psalms, the keeper of the door.
keep her at the door. Father, I just thank you. We just come before you. Father, I just thank you right now, and we break every principality and power of darkness that is binding any of the listeners right now. We say, take your hands off of them. They are God's property. He created them, and he fashioned them, and they are fearfully and wonderfully made. And we break your powers off of them right now, that they will not be bound by you anymore, Satan, that the scales will come off. And we also, for those who even think of of harming God's creation, we ask that they also be delivered, Father, and let them see the 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 how the evil one has come and permeated their heart. And Father, we bind up there the the forces of darkness in their life. Father, I thank you for those who are being set free right now. We thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit coming there and ministering to them, Father. Father, that they will come to you and know that you are a good father, that you are a wonderful father, and that you have not forgotten them. And we thank you, Father, that there is no shame, there's no condemnation for those who love you. And, Father, let them now just reach out and cry out to you right now, Father. And we thank you for them right now in the name of Jesus. Go ahead, Don. Thank you, Father. Oh Lord, I just uh, I just feel like right now, where wherever you are, everything is broken off. I just, Lord Jesus, just right now, where they're at, whether it's a, a, a perpetrator, someone that's trying to buy, whatever it is, whether it's somebody that is a victim that's enslaved. Lord, I just want you to pour out your love right now on them, that when they hear this and they hear or, or someone speaks into their life, I just ask right now that you just pour your Holy Spirit out on them, that you just pour this picture of liquid love all over them, Lord Jesus, and that you will saturate them and you will overwhelm them with your love, that they know they are remembered. He knows you by name. He knows you by name. You are remembered. He has you etched in the palm of his hand. He loves you greatly. He loves you dearly. Overwhelm them with your love, Lord. Overwhelm them so they know they are greatly loved. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. God of every creature. I am the Lord. The fear of me is the beginning of wisdom. I am the God of multiplication and reproduction. I am Jehovah. That is my name. I am the God of the seraphim. I am the God of all flesh. I am am the vine. I am the artist that all artisans draw from. I am Adonai Eloeinu, there is none other. I am the God of the cherubim. I am the foundation of the world. I am invisible, yet all creation speaks of me. I am God. I want you to understand and know me. I am, and you are my witness. 
Jesus. I am glorified in you. I am God who made you a sign to the unbeliever. I am more than all structures of steel, mortar, and clay. I am jealous over you. I am the exalted head over all. I am God who is joined to the foreigner. I am God who speaks face to face. I am the sovereign ruler of all creation. I am your next breath. I am the light of the world. I am God, and all that is in heaven and in earth is mine. I am Emmanuel, God dwelling among men. I am high and lifted up by all creation. I am the outpoured spirit on all flesh. I am he who rejoices with those who rejoice. I am the only creator of all that exists. I am savior of both the Gentiles and the Jews. I am he before whom every knee will bow.
I believe the Father is ministering right now to many people. You heard this broadcast and you've been wondering, does God remember you? And he does. Don, take the next couple of minutes and whatever is on your heart, whatever the the Lord is speaking to you, um, share and then tell us what is what you know. If someone wants to get in touch with you, if there's a website or ministry or you know just um, just take this couple of minutes and just share whatever's on your heart. Well, I feel like um, I just feel the overwhelming presence of God right now, and yes. and I really do feel like. Uh, he wants everyone to know, not just what, you know, the whole sex trafficking, um, you know, victims and, and things like that. But I just feel like everyone that's listening, you know, no matter what your circumstances are, no matter what you're going through right now, I feel like some of you guys are walking through some really, really hard stuff. And and you don't know what to do, and you don't know where to go and what decisions to make, I just ask you to to look and go after Jesus' heart because he loves you greatly, and he just he just wants to shower you with his love. And, and I feel like those that maybe know the Lord and, and just uh, maybe have been away or or just not living the way they they want to live for him, and or h- how to do it, or just a lot of questions uh, that they've been asking themselves, and just really pondering things in their heart. You know, God's always that door. When we said the song, the keeper of the door, He's the keeper of the door. That door is always wide open. It doesn't matter. Don't be afraid. Don't be shy. Don't be ashamed. It doesn't matter what you've walked through. It doesn't matter what you have gone through. What matters is that he knows your name. He loves you. He wants to be with you. He wants that more than anything. And I just feel like I just pray right now. I just, I just, the peace that I am feeling here, I just, I, I just, Overwhelm them with your peace, Lord. Overwhelm them with your love. Let them know. Let them just have this great encounter with you, this love affair. We really, really, our hearts are so longing for love, and we're missing it. We're looking in so many places that it's not there. It's not in in relationships. It's not in in sex, it's not in this this industry and pornography and what whatever it is that that just the enemy has so distorted what love truly is. Just you'll know his faith. You'll know him. You'll know his heart when you come to him because it's a love that you just can't live without. And when you have that love filled into your heart, you cannot help but give it away and just love on other people and and just know in your heart that you're not going to let anyone go through things, that you just have to love them and bring them to 
the Lord, and it really, really is that simple. It really, really is that easy. Just reach out to Him because I, it's like I see His hands coming from heaven right now with His hands open, reaching out for your hand. Just take His hand into your hand. He just wants you close to Him. He just wants to love on you, just like a father loves on his daughter and just like a father loves on his son. That's the relationship he wants with you. That's what he created you to be, to have that with him. And there's no greater love. There's no greater love. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. And you know, um, what came to me as you were speaking was... 1 Corinthians chapter 13 because we're coming into the season and it's been distorted and a lot of single people think well you know it's coming to Valentine's Day well, I don't have anyone but like you said he's he's reaching his hand out to us now and saying I love you and in 1 Corinthians 13 it says and I'm going to just say about love love suffers long and is kind Love envieth not. Love vaulteth not itself and is not puffed up, nor does it behave unseemly, seeking not her own. It is not easily provoked and thinketh no evil. Rejoices not in iniquity, but rejoices in truth. Beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. Love never fails. So we just thank you, Father. We thank you for the love that you're pouring out right now upon your people. We thank you because you are love. We thank you right now that without you, we just, we don't exist. And we thank you that we have found that true love, the lover of our soul. I thank you, Father, for this time. I thank you for Dawn, Father. I thank you and I bless her. I bless her ministry. I bless her son. And I bless the things you have called her to do because we have not been forgotten. And as single moms, we're dedicated and we're married to you, Lord, those of us who have made that decision. And we know that even in the future you have um for a lot of us you have ordained that that mate but that mate will not take the place of the love we have for you therefore it will be in order decent in order and for those of you who are single and in seeking a mate god put those desires in your heart but do it god's way god will give you the desires of your heart but he wants to make sure that you are loving and loving those around you, and he will create that love in you, and he will have you love the world as he loves the world. So we just thank you, Father, for this time right now. And, Don, do you have anything else that you would like to say? No, I, I think <laughs> I think everything was said. It's, I think the Lord's definitely on everything, and I just thank you for for having me on and so I can, oh. you can just share my heart. 
Oh, I love it. I feel like, you know, it is, is, you know, listeners, a lot of times we just meet people. We never, never, ever know how God is going to connect us in the future. And I just thank you for Don, Lord. And I just thank you, Don, for coming on and um, just sharing and sharing your heart. And I know so many people will be blessed. Well, until next time, everyone, we will see you, or li- you'll hear me, or hear, <laughs> sorry about that, it's just that it's my terminology, but anyway, we'll be back with another broadcast in the future. Right now, God has given me a command to rest, so I will be back, I'll let you know, and put up some upcoming shows, but I, again, thank you, Don, and for everyone, um, bye-bye, take care. To all my people in the struggle, you think God's forgotten about you. Here's some pain medicine. Let's go! You in your car, you at the house, on your job, be encouraged, boo. Come on! Good to us. <laughs> you brought us from a mighty long way. That's why we love you.